Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This series, we're focusing on female financial independence, looking towards a stronger financial future. Be sure to let us know your thoughts on the show and please do connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn or Instagram or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk. Hey, it's Rebecca here and today we're going to be joined by Menely Koshot and we're going to be talking about how you move out of your own way, which is something that I've come up against numerous times in my life, especially since running a business, unnoticeably so. Um, so male supports mid-care professionals um, to feel energized, empowered, and focused so that they can confidently succeed in their career, gaining the results they merit. After a successful 22 career year to start that again, after a successful 22-year career in finance positions, male now enables others to reach their true potential. Her specialisms include working with clients to build on their confidence, quiet imposter syndrome, and enable them to achieve results truly capable of. Stakeholder influence and impact are also common themes. Check out the rest of Miles' bio about her accreditations and how she works with people, but otherwise, let's get started having a chat with Mel. Welcome. Hello, Melanie. How are you doing? I am doing very well this morning. Thank you very much. Rebecca, how are you doing? I'm all right. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm not too bad. I, I think we were just saying beforehand, it was a beautiful, beautiful sunny day at the weekend. It's now Monday morning as we're recording this and it's now raining really, really hard. I think my body's going, what is going on? Do I wear a jumper? Do I wear flip-flops? <laughs> what, I know, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, I was saying my husband was editing some photos last night that he took at the beginning of May of some friends of ours that we um, we went to see on the May bank holiday weekend. And my friend is wearing a large duvet coat um, in May. And I'm like, why is she wearing this large duvet coat? But you know, I remember going out for that walk and it was pretty chilly. So really it's, chilly. Uh, it's all over the place. So. The British weather is, it feels crazy at the moment. It does indeed. But you know, we've just got to, I guess, go with the flow, enjoy the weather where we can and make sure we've got all kinds of clothing ready to- uh, Ready to jump it. on it. Yeah, I agree. But it makes me think just just saying that it's, it's a bit crazy and all over the place. And the last few years for us have been a bit crazy and all over the place. And today we're talking about moving out your own way. And I don't know about you, but in the past pre pandemic, pre crazy world that we're currently living in, um, I could sort of navigate that moving out of my own way a little bit easier. I could find that I could I could sort of look at things quite take a step back and I'm quite good at analyzing and self-awareness and I could start to see oh okay that's coming from there and the more I digged with that the eat better and better I got it it, was, it is a skill that you start to improve on um but then since the pandemic it was almost like there was this constant feel of overwhelm that then any spare energy space or time of any kind was just feel, filled with just getting through the day right I mean quite quite literally how, how do I get through the day without getting stressed without killing somebody not not literally forgive me like I don't mean but you know the kids or your partner or you know just so much more easily triggered and upset by things um and now things have calmed down I personally have had some sort of catch-up time some space to sort of let my body rest a little bit and I'm able to process things that much more and but now I'm in a situation where I personally feel that 
I almost don't want to put too much more on my plate because I don't want to feel like I felt doing that. So I, I'm getting in my own way in a different way from in the past. So we have different phases of life, right? Where we're getting in our own way, where we might not have been like that before. Something might have happened and it's made us act differently. Do you see that personally with your clients? Do you see that them they might have been really successful in the past and then something's happened and then they, they, their way of approaching it just doesn't seem to work anymore? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, regardless of the pandemic and the pandemic something that we've all gone through and we can all understand and it all seems a bit crazy and surreal that it did it actually happen now that's one of yeah. the questions that, did I dream it um but I think there are there are lots of different examples where maybe we are getting in our way and I love what you say there about you know we've kind of eased off things and now yeah life is starting up again but that doesn't mean that we've got to throw ourselves into everything maybe in the same way that we had done in the past and maybe maybe it did work for us in the past maybe it contributed to our success but there are more ways than doing things than kind of completely overloading ourselves with everything um, and I'm finding that in my work life I'm finding that in my family life you know this this applies to lots of different components of our lives and I know many of us where multiple different hats um in uh, in most of the time you know often in the same day as well so and so what um questions would you be you know if you're if you was talking to somebody and they're they're feeling like they're stagnating or they feel like they want to up level but they're not quite feeling it or they just feel like there's they're, they're getting in their own way that they're, they're, they're letting their own shit get in get in the way of things and they mm-hmm. I mean I know personally from them I know this is this must be the experience of other people and I spoke, spoke to those different buddies but then when those things start to happen and you start to feel that way you can start to be <clears throat> triggered by what other people are doing you can start to feel bad about yourself maybe and you then start there's, I talked about this in uh, a little bit around mindset around money mindset around judgment and we're either judging ourselves and judging others so what sort of questions as a, as a sort of a, a coach yourself what would you say to a client or say to somebody that came to you with those kind of issues mm-hmm. so the the first place where I always start with everybody is understanding what their motivation is And I think if we don't fully understand what our motivation is, it can be really, I guess, easy to get distracted or get in our own way or or whatever. So let's talk, first of all, about motivation. I'm just going to make a few notes because I don't want to forget about the other good things that have just popped into my head. Um, (laughs) So in terms of in terms of motivation, um, I guess the big thing is, you know, what's what's important to you? Um, And this can change throughout parts of our lives. So. There might have been things that were much more important to us, maybe, you know, at the start of our careers, in our 20s, in our 30s. And then as we're approaching, I guess, mid-career, I don't want to call it mid-life, but mid-career, some of these things, some of these questions are really important because actually maybe the things that are more important to us now are what, what we're, are not what we were working towards in the first place. Mm. And maybe we've actually achieved some of those great things which is why we can take the pedal off or maybe things have happened in our life, which cause us to question, you know, I was working for this goal. I was aiming for this, but actually just doesn't seem important now. And sometimes people reach those goals. You know, it's been the pinnacle of, you know, I want to climb the ladder. I want to get made senior manager. I want to become a partner, whatever. And they get there and they're kind of like, oh, actually, I just want to help people or, you know, they want to do something else completely different. 
So I think understanding what that motivation is and what's important for you is really important because it will help, I guess, provide the direction for you. And if you're really clear on that direction and clear what it means to you and the way that you're going to get there, that can help you to overcome, I guess, some of the self-sabotage that we um, that crops up along the way or sometimes when things are hard because it's not always easy to get from A to B. We don't mm. always go in a straight line. It can help us, I guess, you know, pick our heads up and, and keep going as well. So that's the first thing in terms of the motivation. In terms of, I guess, let's call it imposter syndrome. It could be called different, different things, but there are lots of people that have a voice in their head. Um, this voice is our own voice. Um, it's, it's not a separate entity, but I think it can be useful to identify it as, you know, identify it for what it is, that actually it is a narrative that's going on in my head, and yet there is no truth about this. It's, it's not something that other people are saying to us. In fact, other people might be saying quite the opposite. They might be, uh, you know, giving us brilliant reviews or brilliant testimonials or giving us amazing feedback. And, and they're not saying that just to make us feel good. They're saying that because that's what they're seeing and that's the value that they're getting out of us. But we don't always see that. And actually, the pattern, the narrative that might be running in our head is that we're not good enough you know, that we can't deal with this, that, oh, how did I get here? You know, you know, I'm going to get found out. And all of these <laughs> stories, this narrative that can be, I guess, literally whirling around in our head, there's actually no evidence to support it. However, if we're telling ourselves, ourselves these things and it's, you know, keeps coming round and round, sometimes we believe that that's the truth and it really isn't. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, so come. I was going to say, so in terms of how, how, do we, how do we deal with that? Well, I've got various uh, tools and techniques that I like to share with my clients. And whether these are in workshops that they come along to or they work with me one-to-one, -one, um, one of my favourites, which I discovered about two years ago, probably partway through the uh, first lockdown, actually, because I was listening to lots of podcasts and doing lots of reading and, and self-development, as I know a lot of people did um, in the lockdown, mainly to keep themselves same really give themselves a little bit of, um, of, of sanity and relief um, but it's around naming your imposter and my inner imposter is called Izzy okay Izzy, Izzy is a backseat driver so she looks a little bit like a toddler strapped into a, a car seat um, she doesn't look quite like that but that's that's kind of a good way of, of visualizing her so she's in the back and a lot of the time she sat there and she's quiet. She might be playing with a toy or reading a book or looking out the window, minding her own business, or maybe she might be in her own head as well. And that's great because I can get on with driving and it might makes my life driving in the right direction much, 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 much easier. And that's cool. And I, I'm cool with Izzy because she's in the back and I, you know, I know she's there. But sometimes she gets a bit noisy and sometimes she's like, you know, telling me what to do or being a bit bossy or throwing a bit of a tantrum. And sometimes she's screaming away and she's just making me feel really rubbish. And actually being able to know that there's no truth in this. It's just Izzy. It's Izzy in the back, making a lot of noise, telling me that I'm not good enough, telling me that I can't do this. And actually Izzy is just in the back. She's just in my head. There's no truth in it. Mm. And knowing that Izzy is there, 
and knowing that Izzy is, I guess I've personalized her, she's pretty tame really, um, is really powerful because then I can either turn down the volume on her or thanks Izzy, I've got this one, um, I can cope with this. Remind mm. myself that I'm in the driving seat, I'm in control of this, even if she might be making a bit of noise now and again. Yeah, it comes back to that judgment, doesn't it? That little judgment in your voice in your own head where we judge others and we judge ourselves. Um, and I was just thinking as you was talking, oh, what would I name mine? Um, what does mine look like? Is she a toddler? Is she an adult? Mine's like really whispers in my ear, like really slyly in a really sort of a bit of a creepy, and I don't like horror films or anything scary. Um, but she, I wouldn't quite go far that, that far, but she's definitely whispers in my ear going what are you doing really who I'm not even sure what she says but I guess my only way of explaining it is like who do you think you are but I'm not even sure that's what's going through my thoughts because sometimes I think it's so part of our deep subconscious I'm I'm not I'm not list I'm trying not to listen but I don't necessarily think that that means that I don't then act on what comes up I think I just shut them up but I just carry on as normal and I guess that's our own body trying to look after ourselves to keep us safe. Um, and I know, for example, in business, when I'm trying to move out of my own way and I want it to, you know, take things up a gear and, you know, be more visible and, you know, build my audience and help more people and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, rejection is a big thing for me. So if it, what if it's not successful? How would that look to other people? What if loads of people don't aren't interested and therefore so I don't do anything? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've, I'm trying to move out of my own way at the moment and I've actually got two new offers that I'm putting out in June and July um, mainly in June and I've just sort of come to the conclusion that I'll learn through that experience you know what what will happen will happen but it still feels really scary it still really does feel like I'm having to hold you know hold myself accountable to this vision or this mission that I'm trying to achieve yeah and it would be so much easier not not to do it um but I've also discovered that I'm a massive person about growth and I feel like I've been uh, stagnant for the last few years and I've had to create that space that I described before to be able to be in a, a place where I can then grow and evolve and I read a book over the weekend I never had the chance to do that um but that was amazing in itself I've actually read a whole book amazing. um and um yeah <laughs> that hasn't happened in a long long time in lockdown for me I wasn't reading or do anything I was just literally trying to keep my head above water and the business going and it was just I had no time to do anything Sunday Sundays at lunchtime I didn't eat like three or four times a week I wouldn't even eat until like six seven o'clock in the evening um and you know, that's just how it was so I've not been able to be in that space of, of growing and personal development as much as I'd liked and after the weekend I felt invigorated um and the book was okay it wasn't it wasn't about the book it was about mm. the fact that I was able to be in a in a good place to be able to evolve and to grow and I feel for me if I'm not I'm not saying I need to be doing new things all the time but as a profile I'm a generator profile so if I'm not in a creative generating frame of mind then I do become very stagnant and it becomes like a you know falling downhill backwards you know I, it just becomes um, a slippery slope um, where I'm continually then just going I just won't do anything I just won't do anything I just won't do anything and then I do nothing and then so I'm getting in my own way. Mm. Is that quite typical of people or am I describing yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's you've raised a couple of important points there that we talked about at the beginning. So partly about understanding what's important to you, but also that self-awareness. So knowing that you are a generator and actually you get a lot of energy from from doing that. That's that's really key. And understanding why you're doing it. So you want to reach more people or you want to help more people. You, you're all about empowering other people to take control of their finances and, and yeah. grow. And if you remember, this is about them. This is not yeah. about you. Yeah. And you're you're getting in the way of them at the moment. You're not just getting <laughs> in your own way. So sometimes it's about reframing, repositioning. Yeah. So you can help them by stepping out of the way. And actually, yeah. you know, um, somebody coined a brilliant phrase that um that I really like. So our ego, you know, part of our subconscious gets in our way, but we've got to get rid of the ego get rid of us and think about the we go so we've got to think about the other people the i like the, the we go i like the that we go. yeah yeah i can get on board with that i can yeah get on board with that. yeah just, yeah so basically yeah. stop thinking about what, what what my issues are and just go out and help more people yeah. and then yeah. the rest will come yeah absolutely absolutely love that but yeah. I, I do see a lot of people um you said right at the beginning the first thing is knowing what you're going for um and actually I know from my own experience that sometimes you have to try things and it turns out actually it was the worst thing ever and actually you didn't enjoy it or it was a bad idea and we, we don't see fate we see failure as a bad thing mm. um and I, I listened to something the other day where I think I think it was probably faffing around on Facebook and now they've got reels on there it's like such a time zapper I hate I hate Facebook for doing that um and it was basically uh, this lady's dad just always said to her at dinner time, how many times did you fail today? If you, if you didn't fail, not how many times did you succeed? How many times did you fail? Because the more you fail, the more you're going to succeed and more you're going to learn, the more you're going to grow as a person. And, and that's the type of context I'm putting around things now. Really? Trying to actually, let's just go and fail at this. This is really, really go and cock this up as best as we can. Yeah. I'll, say, well, I'll learn loads from it yeah, um, yeah and that really does resonate with me especially as somebody who wants to evolve and grow and but you've really got to put your ego aside to be accepting of failure yeah yeah and I think we're brought up to not see failure in that good light and I I hate the word failure anyway it's it's so I think it's quite damaging Ooh, got the news popping up there um, I think it's it, it's it's so damaging. And actually, there are so many good things that can come out of it. As you say, what are you going to learn from this? And mm. how can you then grow? And how can you do this even better next time or mm. for whatever initiative you launch next? So I think that's a really positive kind of framing to go mm. into that. Um, I love the how many times have you failed today? I think that's brilliant. Um, there's a, a great coach that I follow and there's probably lots of other people that follow him as well called the Rich Litvin, the prosperous coach. And he okay. talks about, um, yes, lives in the land, land of no's. So you, you've got to get all those no's, you know, how many no's can you get? How many people, how many rejections, how many you yeah. know, declines or, or whatever can you get? Because if you're going out and getting them that means you're trying it means you're having those conversations it's, it means you're stretching yourself mm. and actually if we're not stretching ourselves then we're not growing and we're not learning from that as well so mm. I think it's a, a great thing and I actually I have a little sticker on my folder um, where I've you know had a conversation with people that for whatever reason you know we're not going to work together and it says yes lives in the land of those 
definitely and but there is a big piece around um positioning and pitching and knowing your value and your offering and how you can help people and you know there's there's so much around that no piece that Mm -hmm. can really I I think can really affect people for for years I was doing things one way and it just wasn't working and then Mm -hmm. you know years later I tried something else and it just just magically was perfectly everything aligned and was so easy and then the next thing I did it was was quite hard work and it was okay but it was hard work um and I just think that sometimes it's down to it's it's not all down to us sometimes it's down to what is going on for people at the moment and that's different for different industries different price points different offerings so sometimes it's not about what's going on with you um or it might be that you've got your offer a little bit wrong or you need to you know it's, it's all about having this continued feedback and learning to figure out okay well why was that a no was it just because it's not the right time for them was it because you didn't actually position it correctly or maybe there's a smaller starting price point maybe they're just not your ideal client and they never will yeah. be yeah right um but there, there's this, this is the thing in business right there's just there's so many levels to it and but our first as women particularly and I'm not saying men don't but as women particularly your first reaction is to often okay what what have I done wrong this is about me this is I'm not I'm not good enough Mm -hmm. and I know that was that has held me back personally for far longer than it should have done and I see other people way ahead you know doing things big things much bigger than me and I think why why aren't I doing that why why am I and I you know and I'm not not comparing and judging myself I am I guess I am to a degree but I'm asking what what's going on with them what's quite creating their success what is what is it that they're doing what is it that they've got and not that I've not got it or I just might not have discovered it I just might not have overcome that yet mm-hmm. so yes. what are they doing yeah to escalate to yeah. scale up compared yeah. to what maybe I've got, got more shit to deal with than them yeah. Yeah. maybe I've had more issues to work on maybe, maybe I've got a completely different business model that takes up 20 million more hours of my day than what theirs does yeah there's so many factors to it but I still ask the question what are they doing to create that success yeah yeah and it's not about judgment it's more about my own personal development yeah yeah so and I'm just making a note here because you raised some really really great points here so Comparing with others can be really, really tempting, really addictive um, and really damaging as well. So I think whether we are, I guess, the one doing okay and we're comparing ourselves to others and go, well, we're doing better than them. That's really dangerous. Um, And, you know, there's risks of complacency, but there's risks that actually that could leak out and hurt those other people as well. Um, If we're on the other hand and we're looking at other people that are doing better than us and we're comparing, it's it can be really damaging for us because it can it can we're we're essentially devaluing ourselves and actually maybe maybe the measure is is inappropriate or wrong or something mm. so maybe they've got lots of followers but they've not got as many happy customers or, mm. or things like that so it, it can be really tempting to, to make those comparisons but for lots of different reasons it's it can be hurtful and damaging to ourselves and, and other people. So although it's useful to look at other people, and I've I said I've 
made a note here about growth mindset and you said it's about learning what have I not discovered yet mm. and I would reframe that slightly and say what can I learn what mm. more can I learn how can I become even better yeah and we we're in our own kind of game aren't we so there might be other people in the market there might be other people doing similar things um, or working with similar people or, or whatever so yes it's not to say that we are unique you know totally but actually we're in our own game mm. and we make up the rules in our own game and being yeah. comfortable knowing that I guess that we're in the right swim lane and we're not you know in the lane where actually everybody's swimming too slow and we're just oh, um, and we're not in the one where there's constantly people you know tickling yeah. us want to overcome us so maybe finding that little patch of water where we can swim at the the right pace that we want to yeah that's right for us um and that's not to say that we can't be inspired by the people no. and wanting to learn more for ourselves because that's that's great and that's healthy but you know realizing that actually we're in a good place where we are right now yeah Totally. We're in the place we're meant to be right now. Well, I think the point you hit on, and it's been a bit of a theme, is um, like you said, you know, what metrics are you deeming to be successful? Um, and for some people, like for, for me, where I, I am with my business, where I wanted to be two or three years ago is exactly where I am, where I want to be now. And at no point have I actually congratulated myself and rewarded myself or acknowledged it <laughs> and you know so I work I could work three days a week I sort of end up doing four days a week um, whereas two or three years ago I was working six if not seven days a week I was working till very late at night um, I don't do any of that now I don't work any hardly ever work a weekend anymore um, I don't really do evenings on the very odd occasion I might run a webinar or a masterclass maybe a, two or three times a year um and yes I have a really good team and I forgo a, a larger salary so it means that I'm not working those hours because for me right now that was a more important value than having a bit greater personal income um whereas some people sort of aren't at that stage yet they'd be aspiring for that um, and now I'm at a point where it's like okay well I've got the team infrastructure we have the capacity to do more what does more look like mm. um and it, it is about helping more more people and having you know not necessarily a bigger audience but certainly just being a lot more impactful so I, how, how can I do that um but what's interesting I think is that I I've sort of gone into masterminds and I've paid for quite high level masterminds and and you sort of then think you're you're moving into the next swimming lane like you described mm. and you're sort of you know you're going to go at a higher pace and actually when you get there you discover that actually that everyone's actually like trying to catch up with you or actually they're about the same as what you're, you're at and you that comparison where you thought you were going into you know a, a bigger fish so to speak in a bigger a smaller fish in a bigger pond and and actually the reality is is not the case and there's just I just have to mention this there is a lot of online bullshit where a lot of people the perception of how well people are doing however you want to deem what well looks like um is not reality and actually there's some you know financially speaking very successful people who are very unhappy mm. um and you know I've been in masterminds and programs where 
the 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 person the perception i'm hearing like personal stuff that's going on for people in the program for people that are running the program or the mastermind but their online perception is completely different mm. so if you was on the other side of that and you weren't in part of the inner crowd you know and i'd never disclose or mention or say what when why or how because that's not who i am as a person like i i very much value personal data for obviously reasons and the job that I do for a start um but if I wasn't in that inner crowd and I was looking in I would only see that filter of that version of events that's being perceived um and that you know we're talking about generally authentic nice people right but still what is shared online is not reality um it's not what's really what's really going on for people so I think you know I think it's a really good tip about working out who that little inner voice is and naming them so that when you start to see that comparatonitis or enoughness or whatever that toddler in the back seats jumping up and down shouting at you um yeah I, I like that analogy then you can start to nip that on the bud because really the, the online rubbish is and what ends up happening is that it becomes almost like a self-fulfilling circle where everyone's trying to achieve the same thing and they're all selling the same stuff and they're all just trying to piggyback off each other mm. and that's where my frustration gets it get, kicks in and I, I end up just sort of stepping out of the the rat rat race mm -hmm. um, but like you've said it's in that's when I'm getting in my own way again because I'm being annoyed by what's going on around me and I have to stay in my own lane and focus on the objective. So, yeah, I feel like we've had a coaching session here. Yeah. <laughs> I've just talked my way around that. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome. And I think, you know, going back to the trouble is if everybody's just, and, and I think the, um, the word for this is curating, isn't it? Their content, they're kind of filtering out all the, all the the real life stuff all the all the crap that we've all got going on all the time and and everybody's just showing you you know the, the glamour shots or you know whatever all the, the best news whatever and actually yeah from the people outside looking in it's like wow these people have got this amazing life or they've got this amazing offer or they provide all this value to their clients whatever and we're sat there going well but i've got all this other stuff that's going on um, how do they not have all that stuff? And of course, they've got everybody's got stuff going on with its families or kids or whatever. Um, and it can be hard not to not to kind of feel affected by that. But um, I've forgotten the point I was going to make then. Um, I guess knowing knowing that actually, you know, going back to those basics, what's important? I want to help people, whatever. And knowing that actually, I'm bringing I'm bringing something unique because i've got me um, yeah and and so everybody's selling similar things yes but they're not you and they're not yeah. me and then yeah. and whatever and actually what attracts people to us is is us mm. um, and it's our ability to you know get where they're coming from or you know lend that sympathetic sympathetic ear or you know in our case, what we were talking about at the beginning of the session, go, actually, no, this isn't acceptable. We want something different. Yeah. Uh, rather than just I guess, nodding and accepting whatever the client wants. And I think sometimes we've got to realise that actually we're bringing a lot of value to our clients. Yeah. And this is what's important. They don't want necessarily somebody shiny and whatever all of the time. We know that's true anyway, do we? But we want no. somebody that's, that cares and that is creating value. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and rem reminding ourselves that actually we do that. 
we do that yeah. we do that through you know if we look at our client testimonials and this is another great thing that if we find that we're getting in our way and we're kind of questioning well what's the value that I'm bringing and I'm not as far ahead as this shiny person over here hmm. I just think actually my clients are really pleased with me this is the feedback I get from them this is my latest testimonial that came without me even asking you know remind ourselves of all of that great stuff that we do that's what that's what we need to be proud of that's what we that's the mm. little voice we need to remind ourselves you know play a different record rather than the uh the so inner, inner imposter that's whispering in our ear definitely and and for some people I think there might be a situation where they've hit burnout right where they maybe have haven't dealt with some of this stuff they haven't dealt with life being busy and things going on around them but they've pushed through to an extent where they then reach burnout and then when they try and pick themselves back up again that those things are still there to to, to be in our ear roll and etc so how do you how do people if they know who that little voice is and they sort of know they have certain ways of doing things whether it's you know burnout reaching burnout stage or just in general know that they keep doing things a certain way and it could be anything it could be like my example I gave is about up leveling but it could be about anything right in life about how they keep repeating the same bad habits Mm. whether it's bad eating and our health whether it's in business whether it's in relationships whatever what things can they start to what steps could they start to consider yeah okay I'm just making some more notes here in, in ten, so I don't forget what I want to say. So I think the first <laughs> really important point is having some self-awareness. And often we don't have a clear view of what's going on with us because we're looking out through our eyes. We're not always looking, looking at us. So taking the time to look at maybe how we react in different situations. And I think one of the important notes words to note is patterns what are the patterns here so yeah this has happened before what 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 was I doing last time okay I've just taken on that new job or I just launched that new thing and I was trying to work out and whatever so what are the patterns that lead up to this because the circumstances might be slightly different but actually I've been in a similar position before And, and and it's not to judge ourselves but it's just to notice and and notice how we react and notice oh actually what's what's going on right now okay I'm getting a headache because of this or I'm not you know I'm yeah not getting involved with those people or not turning up at those networking events or whatever because I'm feeling in this particular way so just notice is a really really good thing um another thing is I, I love what you mentioned about your working you know four maybe three days a week used to work six or seven days a week I think sometimes doing less um, and and it goes back to looking at your priorities and what's important but sometimes less is more and this is one of my mantras Um, I, I have to remind myself of this because the temptation is to pile up your plate and you know we've got all these plates spinning and we've got full plates so you know, we, what we don't want is all the stuff, all the salad on the top to be spraying <laughs> off. Um, so it's about understanding actually what are these different plates, and if we if we need to to spin the plates, you know, let's let's be kind to ourselves. Let's not put too much stuff on them. Mm. Uh, and and sometimes we say no to things, and actually saying no is 
is often the best thing to do for ourselves and it might be the best thing for other people as well I totally yeah I can definitely resonate with that one yeah and and whether that's you know in terms of how much activities the kids have got or whether that's you know not taking on a client that actually we really don't want to work with anyway or maybe you know this is our we're, we're in the driving seat so going back to us being in the driving seat and Izzy being in the back you know this is our car this is our journey if if we've got stuff in the car that we don't need we can dump it off or if we're trying to get to a certain destination and we've got to drop off something on the way and it's not helping us get to where we really need to get to sometimes we need to let go of some of these things um you you mentioned kind of you've got some new offers that you're putting out there in june and july this is great for learning and if they work that's great but sometimes we've got to go okay that's taken me a lot more time and effort or it's not giving me the results I'm not going to do that again or I'm Mm. going to stop doing that or maybe these things are great and I'm going to stop doing something else so yeah sometimes we we don't have to carry on doing things that are not serving us well um just because we've always done them or just because we've always or we feel we need to do these things for other people and remember that less is more can be can often be a really powerful way forward yeah definitely agree yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. I think that's really great. Is there any, so um, you are a client of mine and you have been for quite a few years now. So from your own personal experience when it comes to running a business and um, you've had property in the background, obviously this is a wealth podcast. It feels apt to actually ask you what would be your three top tips to wealth creation, whether it be business, personal mindset, investing whatever it might be what would be your three top tips oh that's a very interesting one and I haven't prepped you or given you time no, you to think about me. that <laughs> I'm really sorry it just came up I just thought right. I'd ask that's all right I think um keeping an eye on the horizon is the first most important one and this goes back to some of the things we've been talking about today but understanding what's important to you in in the longer term where are you really aiming for I think is key because if you don't know where that is, then, you know, why would you want to be saving money or why would you want to be, I guess, making some of those decisions when you could be enjoying life more now in the Yeah, now. So mm-hmm. understanding, you know, what are your priorities and and how does that all fit into, I guess, a time time perspective as well? Um, knowing what's going on. Um, and this doesn't mean that you have to be a control freak. And I'm, I used to be a lot more like hands on with all my finances and things a few years ago. Um, but having access to the information, having some dashboards where you can either have an up to date kind of real time view or knowing where to get that is really important. Because if not, how do you know that you're not already, you know, a good way along to where you're aiming for? Mm. And it can then help make some of those decisions in the short term more uh, accessible, more easy to kind of make those judgment calls. And when we're having to make a judgment or a decision, we never know if we're making the right one or not. We just, you know, part of that's from our heart or our, our gut or something. But part of that is about having some information to hand to be able to help us with those decisions um and the other one is just being open to doing different things 
And so certainly from a business owner, what I initially put out in my business plan or in my head um, mm. is not what I'm doing today. You know, there are bits of it that, that have stuck, definitely. But I've pivoted, I've adjusted, I've introduced new things. I'm working with different clients. I'm, you know, I never wanted to work with corporates. I'm now working with corporates quite a bit as well as individuals. So I guess being quite spontaneous maybe in terms of it doesn't all have to be planned out in a plan if an opportunity mm. comes your way and you want to give it a go give it a go yeah uh, and what that can lead to is a whole array a whole variety of different things that are interesting from a I guess just getting involved with interesting rewarding perspective but financially that can really help as well because you'll end up with different revenue streams you know different some things that are going to come to you every month whether you do anything or not with them and, and some things that maybe you'll be planning for a particular launch that will be um some money at a mm. point in time so and it's not all about money that's not why I'm doing what I do if not no. I probably stayed in your job be, job you'll be working as an accountant yeah. um but I love the variety and I love helping people and actually if you're doing something that you love then the money will come perfect now I've introduced you right at the beginning but would you like to tell people about yourself about your business and what you maybe if you've got like a client example maybe yeah um okay so um I'm Melanie Koshop my business is Blue Diamond and I am a career and executive coach so I help people one-to-one and I also help people through workshops and training courses that I run as well. So in terms of who I help, um, on the one-to-one -one side of things, typically professional clients, so people that are working as accountants or lawyers or in other professional backgrounds. And I help kind of three, three types of people. Um, some of them are like, why aren't I further on? So maybe they're looking at other people and going, you know, these people have got promoted or I went to uni with these people. Why have they got better job titles than me? So it's about, or, or maybe why am I not getting promoted? Um, mm. So those people are looking for some help to ex, um, accelerate their careers in some way. The next group of people are looking around saying, is this it? <laughs> and maybe they've got to where they wanted to and it's just not giving them the satisfaction or fulfillment that they'd hoped for. Mm. or maybe they're still on their way to get there but actually it just feels a bit futile or maybe they've fell out of love with what they're doing or maybe they're looking forward to the next x years of their career and thinking actually is this really what I want to be doing for the rest of my working life and that's where I was myself that's why I moved away from being an accountant and wanted to do something that was more fulfilling and then there's a third group of clients who are asking the question what's next for me and this could be in terms of they can't really visualize what their next step up or step across or step out and do something different or maybe they are getting further on in their careers and they're looking at actually you know do I want to retire or do I want to go into part-time work or do I want to build up a portfolio career so it's helping people figure out what those next steps are and then putting some action place action action steps in place to help them get there because that's what it's all it's all about really at the end of the day we can talk about this stuff we can you know 
be self-aware we can you know do personal development but until you take the actual action and you actually get out and move out your own way and actually start doing stuff we talked about this a moment ago it, it's I wouldn't say it's pointless but it, it, you won't evolve and you won't get to where you want to get to quicker mm. right yeah yeah definitely well I've loved our chat today thank you so much for coming on Mel and I really appreciate your time and your sharing Obviously, those listening, if you want to go and check out Mel's website, the information will be in the bio link. Um, do go and check her out on social media and say hello if you hear from her from via us. So go and let her know. And um, have you got any sort of freebies or webinars or any sort of anything you want to share with anyone at the moment? Yeah, so I run I run workshops on all kinds of topics, including imposter syndrome and confidence and assertiveness and personal brands and all kinds of topics. So check those out. Um, they are paid workshops but on each of those pages I also have some free resources that you can download as well perfect that sounds great and that's all on your website that's all on my website yeah amazing well it's a goodbye from me and uh goodbye from you Mel thanks for joining and uh, take care everyone thanks for listening thank you for joining us on today's episode of accelerate your wealth For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. For any regulated advice, please do head over to www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk.